Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap. I'm Brad Brown. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Half an hour of non-stop sport, and it is the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo tonight. And uh, with a big final on Saturday, the MTN 8 final. We'll be previewing that tonight. We'll hear from both Bidvestvitz and Mamelodi Sundowns. And we'll also chat to Brian Moffat king to get his thoughts on Saturday's final. But let's start, before we get into that, with news uh, making headlines today. And Springbok coach Alistair Kutsia announced his squad that will take on Australia in the next round of the Castle Lager Rugby Championship on Saturday. Rudy Page, Pat Lambie and Mornay Stain are the three changes to the starting 15. Page will start uh, will make his starting debut at 9. Lambie returns at fullback, while Stain will start in the number 10 jumper. There's been much speculation uh, about Lambie's fitness following his long-term layoff from concussion. The last time he played for the box was on the 11th of June when he left the field against Ireland, but the coach has del- uh, allayed any such fears. Patrick Lambie, understand it clear, is not injured anymore. He's played for the Sharks, so at training I saw Patrick oozes with confidence. And as a springbok, knowing that uh, it's, it's a great opportunity again to play for the box. He's ready to play. Lions halfback pairing of Faf de Klerk and Alton Yankees have been dropped from the matchday squad in total with Gutsia explaining the thinking behind it. Uh, they're part of the system going forward. They're part of the setup. Yes, there are things that we need to improve on. Yes, they will work at what they need to improve on. There's a plan on the table and, uh, you know, those two, at, uh, you know, are the likely two that, that fits in and suits the way you want to play this weekend. The starting 15 looks as follows. Tendai Mtawarira, Adrian Strauss will captain Vincent Koch. Second row, Yevon Peter Steff, Dutoy. The flanks, Francois Lowe, Opa Mahodje, Warren Whiteley playing eighth man. Rudy Page at nine, Mornay Stain, ten, Francois Hochard on the wing, Juan de Jong, Yaku Krill. Uh, and Brian Habana on the wing, Patrick Lambie, as you heard, starting at fullback. There were five changes on the bench to the full bench. Bongi Bonambi, Julian Riedlinghase, Luit Diaga, Lionel Mapu, Vili LaRue, as well as Stephen Kitsoff, Julian Riedlinghase, Willem Alberts, and Jesse Creel. On Australian side of things, they've only made one change, and it's injury in force. Sean McMahon comes in for the injured David Pocock. Staying with rugby news, the Crusaders have secured the services of All Black centre Sita Tamanivalu for the 2017 Super Rugby season. On to some golf news now, and it's fabulous news for golf in South Africa. Former world number one and current world number three, Rory McIlroy, has confirmed that he will be playing in the 2017 South African Open. Michael Flissmas has more. World number three, Rory McIlroy, is headed to South Africa in January when he tees it up in the South African Open at Glendower Golf Club. The Irishman, who is on Ryder Cup duty for Europe this week, confirmed that some gentle persuasion from Ernie Els helped him commit to the second oldest national open in golf. As you might recall last year, Ernie said in his pre-tournament press conference that he was going to get me to come and play in the 2017 BMW South African Open. Well, he wasn't wrong. I can't wait to come back and play in South Africa. It's been a while since I've been there, but... Ernie uh, has done a great job in assembling such a great field. Can't wait to see you guys in January and um, looking forward to it. And else, who's made it his goal to grow the SA Open, is equally pleased. Great news for us, for South African golf fans and fans around the world. 
Michael Flismus, Johannesburg. On to some cricket news now. Proteas are readying themselves to take on Australia in the first of five one-day internationals at Centurion tomorrow. Proteas middle-order batter JP Dumini says the team know uh, the threat that Australia pose. He says their biggest strength is their depth. One thing you know about Australia, they always have good backup. And uh, it's not going to be an easy walk in the park. You know, Whenever you play against any Australian team, it's going to be a tough challenge. So it doesn't matter who's on the park. Uh, we know we're going to have to bring our best game, and that's all we're going to focus on. It doesn't matter who we're playing against. We've got to focus on what we want to focus on, and that is our process and, and how we want to go about the game. Uh, so that'll be all that we'll be looking at. Dumini, who struggled for form of late, scored much-needed runs in the second test against New Zealand. He says he's feeling a lot better coming into the series. I've definitely made a few sort of mental changes one or two technical changes in my game, which has contributed to, to some decent performances of late. And I would definitely say it's a continuation. Uh, you know, I've gained some good confidence in that first innings and that second test. So I'm pretty happy with, with, with where the state of my game is. On to some football news. Arsenal midfielder Aaron Ramsey has been ruled out of Wales' 2018 World Cup qualifiers against Austria and Georgia. He's picked up a hamstring injury. Championship side Barnsley have terminated the contract of assistant manager Tommy Wright after allegations of corruption. And if media reports are to be believed, uh, the Football Association in England are keen to speak to former Schalke coach Ralph Ragnick on about the vacant England job. On to some tennis news now. South Africa's Joshua Chetty has been banned for life from professional tennis. That after he was found guilty of match-fixing. The 21-year-old admitted offering money to another player to underperform at an ITF Futures F1 tournament, which took place in Stellenbosch last November. South Africa's Kevin Anderson has uh, downed second seed Nick Kyrgios, 3-6, 7-6 and 6-2 at the Chengdu Open. He's booked himself a spot in the quarterfinals. He'll come up against Victor Trioki and nine seeds Svetlana Kuznetsova stunned third seed Agnieszka Radvanska 1-6-7-6 and 6-4 to book a spot in the Wuhan Open semis. Full seed Simona Halep also threw she down Madison Keys 6-4 and 6-2 to progress. And finally some Formula 1 news. McLaren's Fernando Alonso will get a 30 place grid penalty for the Malaysian Grand Prix that for using more than the permitted number of engine parts. Coming up next here on SAFM we'll chat to Brian Moffat King on the PSL radio show Second Jalo. This life is all you have. Make it count. Your future depends on what you do in this moment. Unlock your financial wellness, figure out your finances, and find healthier ways to live today and tomorrow with Momentum and Multiply. We'll help you shop, save, study, be safe, get fit, go on holiday, and live the life you deserve. Multiply your momentum and get up to 60% back on your life insurance. Go to multiply.coza for life multiplied. Momentum, a division of MMI Group Limited, an authorized FSP and credit provider, T's and C's apply. When you purchase prescription spectacles at Specsavers, you can now get either a free comprehensive eye test or 500 Rand off your frame or lens enhancements. You get to choose. That's right. Choose either a free comprehensive eye test or 500 Rand off your frame or lens enhancements. Offer available for a limited time only. Visit specsavers.co.za for more information. T's and C's apply. Specsavers for affordable eye care and a whole lot more. Join us this Thursday on Top Billing as the little guy says, I'm a survivor on International Rhino Day. 
Letty and Boy Ngobeni throw a party worthy of 26 years of happiness. Freediving filmmaker Hanley Prinsloo is a mermaid making waves in conservation. And the best Mexican and South African cooking comes together in a food fiesta. Catch Top Billing this Thursday night at 8 on SABC3. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. Well, a big final this weekend. We've been building up to it for a while, and I think it's uh, probably the two informed teams in South African football at the moment going head-to-head in the MTN 8 final. And uh, we join now by SABC Sports uh, commentator and journalist Brian Mufkeng. Brian, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap, the PSL radio show Second Jalo. Big final this weekend. It's, it should be a mouth-watering clash. It's, it's one we've been waiting for for a while. Sundown's up against Bidvest Vitz. Uh, I think we're in for some good football. What are your thoughts? Good evening, Brad. I'm, uh, we, yes, indeed, we're looking forward to a great game of football to play by the two sides. And you are right. They, these are the two informed teams as far as South African football is concerned. Vets, you saw the way they won their game against Chiefs, the way they won against Pirates as well. And also how they had to actually battle it out against Cape Town City FC to, to put themselves a place in the final. Sundowns, on the other hand, two finals in the space of one month. So they're looking very good at the moment to try and uh, do it against all odds. Let's talk about Sundowns. They, they've obviously looked pretty good uh, in the, the CAF Champions League as well. They threw to, to that final, beating Zesco last weekend. But let, let's talk about the, the fatigue issue first. I think that's probably one of the big things that's been on everybody's mind. How is it going to affect the Brazilians? Do you think it's going to play a role this weekend? I don't think so at all. I think, you know, what Peter said, I mean, that was before they had one or two matches postponed. He said that he had found a way to rotate the team, to always keep the team fresh. And the players are very fit as well because they have one of the best uh, fitness trainers in memory sundowns. So they know the importance of playing every game as it comes and dealing with it and moving on to the next thing. And the fact that they didn't even have a uh, pre-season that when other teams were sitting on holiday or pre-season camp, they were still playing active football. It makes sundowns to have a huge advantage coming into the final itself. One thing about Sundowns too, this is a trophy that's uh, eluded them for for a while now. They, they they they're hungry for this one. I mean, they won the league last year. They 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 know what it takes to win, and and this is a title that they they would dearly like to win. I mean, Peter Musima, the last time he really did well in this tournament, he would go back to the time when he was still at uh, Super Sport, you know, after they played against the Amakosi. I do remember they played cheese in our three finals in that particular time. So he'll be looking to get this one here with Mamadi Sundowns, while Kevin Hunt on the other end as well. He's yet to win this trophy. That's one trophy he's yet to win as a coach. Selkom Knockout also hasn't won, but he wants this one as well. That's the last time they won the tournament. You've got to go back to 1995, where they won it against Kaza Chiefs. So I think you have two coaches who have had very good histories when they're Super Sports United, having won trophies from a top point of view, that is Piso Musimani, and then looking at uh, Kevin Hunt, having won the league when they were at uh, Super Sports United, plus eventually they're working up from another trophy. So they are hungry to win this particular silverware to show that they are very good and they know what it takes to win a trophy. Brian, it's interesting you mentioned Gavin Hunt and, and not having won this one, but if you look at Vitz, Vitz have, have not won silverware for a while. The, the pressure is really on, on the team. I mean, they, they, they are a good outfit. In the league, they've, they've shown what they can do again in this, in this competition this season. They've, they've also proved their worth. The, the pressure must surely be on Gavin Hunt to, to start getting some trophies now. I mean, the results are there, but they almost just stumble at the last hurdle. Besides being the MT8 final, to have a trophy in that cabinet is important for Vitz. I mean, the failure has handled twice against Orlando Pirates. 
Uh, they won the last time they won the trophies in 2010. It was during the days of Roger Bissar yeah. when they won the trophy right after the um, uh, the newly refurbished Everton B Stadium against Amazon. So they're hungry to win this one, number one. And also, winning this tournament, set a tone for the season going ahead because then you can start gauging yourself well to say, yes, I've already won one silverware. Now I can turn my focus more on the league, plus the fact that comes January and February, for example, on February. That will also turn attention to going to the Champions League. So this one is very crucial to win, because that's a character tone for the entire season going forward for the side. Let's talk about what's going to happen on the pitch and, and sort of key matchups. Obviously, we don't have team sheets yet, but where do you think the key battles are going to be, and, and who do you think is going to dominate? I think what I have for the first time is to show like I was playing against Vettings League and then going to normally sundowns. The likes of Angela will be coming in as well as um, talking about Malachi, that those players left normally sundowns to try and put this vet. So they also have a chance now to try and prove their worth against the team that they feel somehow do not give them enough chance to play. And therefore, they can be able to come out here and showcase what they can do if they were given a chance at normally sundowns. The midfield is always going to be very interesting. Vets have two young players now whom they signed. One from Chipa, the other one they signed from Tomo Cosmos in Monari as well as um, Lambo. Those are the key ones for Vets. Sundowns do have a formidable uh, center and midfield as well in Asompotekan and uh, to uh, Diani Mabunda. Upfield, they have plenty of attack sundowns. They have Kama Piliad, they have Tesita, who they have Budagazi, who has joined the fray upfield. And also Keegan Dolly, another player who cannot, you, you cannot really leave out. Now, Vets, on the other hand, I think about Gino Mohanga at the right time. Leather Rogers has a nap to score against Sundowns. He'll be looking for another goal against Memory uh, Sundowns. But do you remember last season, Sundowns in a fixture similar to this one, it wasn't a league encounter, one by four goals to two against them. So they're looking to say maybe they can do a repeat of that. But having said that as well, who, which defense will step them will be the one that will be able to get them going, going forward. Sato in the side of that is a crucial, a very, very good big player to look at. They have Kumar as an option. They have also Bushabizam Kanavi, a reject from Sundowns, who want to prove a point. Tabontete, Wayne Arense, and Nascimento as well in the defense for Sundowns. For sundown. So you have some very good tools to look forward to. Plus the goalkeepers, Monique Joseph, good start in a final. And you also have Denis Onyango. So we are in for a very good uh, final because you're looking at two teams that have the best personnel in the premiership at the moment. Yeah, Brian, I, I think it's going to be fascinating, particularly uh, you talk about the, the, the strike power up front in, in both teams, but both these teams have only conceded one goal on, on route to this final. So it, it's going to be a case of, of who can unlock the opposition's defense. I think it's going to be, be fascinating. And let, let's also not be honest, there's a lot at stake. The, the team who, who, who finishes runner-up on, on Saturday takes home 800,000 rand but the champions take home eight million. It's a it's a big difference in, in prize money. So as much as there's bragging rights, there's money on the table too that both these teams would want. I mean sorry about that. I mean this one makes this tournament so interesting. Because whether you get knocked out in the first round or the final, you still get the same amount of money. So people always say that if you get knocked out in the final, it was just a del- you just del- delayed the invertible. So you rather go out there, win the tournament and then be the champion than to always win a second round. Nobody remembers the runner up, do we? No, absolutely. Brian, I think it's going to be a, uh, probably one of the better cup finals we've seen in a long, long time. I can't wait. I'm sure you feel the same. Uh, enjoy it. I'm sure you will. And we look forward to chatting again soon here on SAFM. No, thank you very much, and I'm looking forward to that one. Somebody said it will rain goals at Mbombela, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Absolutely. Brian, have a great one. Cheers, mate. Good, good, mate. Cheers. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game.
Well, it's a big weekend for both Mamelodi Sundowns and Bidvest Vits this weekend. A title that's uh, eluded them both for a, a while now with the opportunity to claim the MTN 8 trophy on Saturday afternoon at the Mbombella Stadium. We join now by Bidvest Vits coach Gavin Hunt. Gavin, welcome back onto the PSL Radio Show. Second Jalo, how are you feeling ahead of Saturday? Yeah, okay. We're obviously looking forward to the game and uh, can't come quick enough. Yeah, lots at stake. Uh, I mean, first of all, prize money. I mean, there's it's chalk and cheese between first and second. No one remembers who comes uh, second. Uh, eight million rand or eight hundred thousand. Uh, do I have to ask which one you'd rather have? There's not even a debate. Is there? <laughs> exactly. Kevin, yeah, let's talk about the final. The, and and uh, as far as the, the two teams go, in in my opinion, probably the two form teams uh, in in domestic football so far this season, uh, yourselves and Sundown. So I think it's going to be a great advert for for South African football. From a, a team perspective, I mean, th- this must be a pretty easy week for a coach. Uh, you, you don't need to do too much motivating. The, the players will, will be up for this one, no doubt. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, it's, uh, obviously we're, we're disappointed we didn't play Saturday. So uh, we haven't played for now. I think it must be over 10 days now. So, so a little bit, uh, we're chomping at the pit a little bit here, you know. So uh, hopefully we can just stay calm and uh, give a good account of ourselves on Saturday. That, that postponement because of the, the protests on the weekend, has that scuppered your plans at all? Or is it, you know what, it's part of the course, these things happen, we'll just carry on as per normal? Yeah, we can't make excuses like that, but it, obviously it does. We, we, we needed the game. We, you know, we knew the game on Wednesday was going to be off. So the game on Saturday was... It was important for us, and obviously we want to try and get our league campaign off, you know, you know, because now we put two games behind everybody already. So, and, you know, there's going to be a few more games, because our Sundown game is also called off next week, uh, two weeks' time, you know. Um, so that's also a bit disappointing, but, you know, we, there's a great chance to do in the final, and uh, don't worry about the rest. We can't make excuses. Looking at your opponents, uh, there's been lots of talk about sundowns and the fatigue issues. You, you said to me a week and a half ago, you know what, they, they had to travel to Zambia. It's the same as traveling to Cape Town. It doesn't make a difference. You still stand by that? They have played uh, probably a little bit more football than you have. but uh, No. Well, they played, did they? They played like, in game, I don't know, 13, 14 months now, non-stop. They played marvel football, but uh, they've got a squad. They've used the squad well. So, um, you know, they also, also to be fair, um, you know, shouldn't have any excuse about football they playing too much or playing too little I mean they've got a good squad of players so I mean you know play, football playing well you want to play then rather to sit around you know so um, I'd love to be in their shoes and play so much football Absolutely Gavin as far as uh, Saturday's clash though it's going to be obviously a battle of the defences both both teams have, have shown solid uh, defence at the back only conceding one goal each in, in this campaign in the MTN8 do you think that's where, where this thing's going to be won and lost the team who can keep a clean sheet's probably going to win this thing? Yeah I think uh, both teams got very good attacks um, you know and and I think the defence has to certainly have a concentration level has to be good in defence and otherwise they're going to have problems uh, both teams any you know other teams so you know, you can talk all day about these things. Just you know, let's just get the game on and let's play now. You know, that's for sure. From a squad perspective, uh, a bit, bit of a break. Any any sort of injury concerns or niggles you you concerned about? No, not really. Obviously, still the the, the old age of Pagamani still injured and all that. You know, but the, otherwise, it's pretty much everybody's fit and ready to go. And uh, and uh, really looking forward to the game. Mm. 
Gavin, looking looking at what what Sundowns did in the in the Champions League on on the weekend, do you think that's going to factor into this weekend? That they they're obviously coming off a, a massive high uh, coming into that second leg, uh, sort of down on aggregate, but they put in a solid performance in in Attridgeville. Do you think uh, that that could be to their detriment that they're almost still floating on on that last weekend? No, I don't think at all. Because I mean, they they got two different teams that play that played domestically and played in the Champions League. Um, Obviously, a lot of those players overlap and play in both teams, but I mean, oh, not at all. I mean, it's, it, I think it certainly strengthens them. Where you know they got they got momentum with one group of players and another group of players that haven't or not registered come in and make the team even stronger. So they're certainly stronger by, by playing all this football and and and, to, and reach the level that they have. I mean, it's fantastic for any football club, you know. Mm. A couple of players as well with with I don't want to say scores to settle, but there's a few players that have have crossed over between the teams. Yeah. You've got a couple of, of ex Mamelodi Sundowns yeah. players in your squad, mm. vice versa. Do you think that could play a role on Saturday? Nah, not at all. Not at all. I think both all players have moved on and they've got their own agendas now. They're playing for new clubs and and uh, no, I mean it's not one word been mentioned to me. And I, I wouldn't even I don't even bother asking players about you know this and that. And we must get on with the job. They're professional players. They get paid. We all, we all want to win, and uh, we'll get on with it. You know? and Gavin, for you personally, uh, there's been lots of talk about uh, the, the lack of, of silverware with with you at Vitz. How, how badly do you want this thing? You know, sometimes in football, if you want things too badly, you don't achieve it. So, yeah, we obviously want to win, and like they want to win, but I mean, we don't we don't uh, lose sleep over the, the fact that the club's improved tremendously. You know, and then we moved on. To another level, but now we, we need to be challenged. If we can get into these situations more often, that's the most important thing. We can challenge and we can be up there, and, and uh, that's all we need to try and do. I'll tell you now, once you get yourself in these positions, you'll win more, you'll win more, you know, that's for sure. Is that, is that what it boils down to? Is just getting in that position and, and trusting, and trusting your line. structures? Bottom line, that's all it is. The more you can challenge, the more you can be in finals and challenging for leagues, you're going to break through sooner or later. There's no doubt about it. Well, Gavin, best of luck. Uh, we're looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a, a cracker final. It's probably going to be one of the better ones we've seen for a long, long time. Both teams uh, with lots up front and, and great defences. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Best of luck. Thanks a million, my friend. Thanks a million. Cheers, man. This is Sport on SAFM. Every supporter's greatest resource. Well, staying with the MTN8 final, Mamelodi Sundowns coach Pizzo Mosemani is grateful for the break granted to his charges as he confidently describes how his players have started to come back and look sharper on the pitch. Sundowns face Bidvest Vitz in the final of the 2016 MTN8 Cup final to be held at the Mbombella Stadium on Saturday night. And given their track record in domestic cup competitions, the Twanet Giants are yet to take home the 8 million rand cash prize, with the Wafa Wafa Cup eluding them for the last eight years. Osemani says they're not complaining about the programme set in front of them, as they finally have the necessary personnel to contest for the cup. I, I think the boys looked sharper yesterday, even uh, today, from the rest. Um, the challenge is uh, for the last uh, four or five games we've played, uh, we've been playing against well-rested teams, and hence we, 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 we struggle a little bit now lately, we're not free-flowing and uh, showing the, the real sundowns that you can get, you can see the spark is not as strong as uh, it used to be because what we're doing, we're managing the team and uh, we're managing the results 
and uh, obviously it compromises the, the, the field theory. Uh, yeah, playing a, a very strong team that is well rested. I don't remember when was the last time they played. Um, it was the same with Zesco, it was the same with Chica, home in a way. All, everybody is just resting five, seven days before the players. But um, it's not an excuse because we are where we are on the same program, so we, we can't complain. But um, yeah, um, the good thing about this game for us is that uh, we have numbers back. We no longer have 17 players available, we have numbers back. Um, Zachary comes back, uh, Villa comes back, Takuero comes back. The former Bafana Bafana coach gives uh, player updates stating a select number of players will be returning to the squad. Ricardo uh, comes back. So we have a little bit of uh, uh, four players, five players to, 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 to strengthen in the team. And uh, uh, Sianda Zwani is back also from the injury. Good that Mbegile is back, he's been playing for the last two, three games. Um, waiting for Mashallah to come back and um, we should be strong enough uh, after uh, the two finals going away of uh, Zesco and I think we will start to have the proper team of Namibia Sundowns and start to catch up uh, on the league because we are far behind on the league and uh, I think we are bottom of the rock now you know I don't like this to see what I see because this is what I saw when I came to Zanas. So I get a little bit of trauma. So we need to move away from, from that position. So, yeah, so far so good. Uh, preparations are good. Uh, only Leo is not available and Mashaba. And uh, it's good, we have numbers. So we don't have excuses for the game, we should be able to. The outspoken coach says they have uh, an edge and superior advantage over Vitz due to their experience in two-legged fixtures in the CAF Champions League and are now focusing on achieving an early goal this time around. We have an edge, uh, Jonti, uh, to know how to play this game. We have advantage because we are used to big games and we, we know when to put the music on and we know the time that we have to be effective and try and get the goal and we know how to play possession for possession because we got the experience in the Champions League. When we play cheaper, we are playing very effective. All we needed is the goal to be where we are now, to win the game and we applied it. Uh, when we went to Zesco, we were in trouble, they scored two goals in three minutes and uh, we were a little bit wrecked. But um, I spoke to the team and said we need to, to to play for the results, we need the away goal. And the boys responded and Zesco went to sleep, we got the ball and we played in away, we got the away goal. That's very important. And against Zesco, here at home, we also wanted the, first, the goal in the first 15 minutes. That's how we played against Chipa. We had them in the corner in the first 15 minutes to get a goal. 
the goalkeeper was unbelievable. We stopped the two and we realized that we are not getting it and we respected and we went back to respect them to allow them to play their own game. But at the end, we scored the goal. Mosemane says tactically, Vits will be bringing everything they have to the match and as much as they are threats in the box, Sundowns have their own tactical sharpness. We'll put our game, we'll, we'll play. Yeah, okay, it sounds good because we are a little arrogant, but on the pitch, the coach, you know that they, the statement I said is not what's happening. So I, I respect the strengths of the opponents, I respect the teams. You're going to make more set pieces, you're going to make more corner kicks, you play into the dead hands. And you know the long one is coming for Eliza to flick it and everybody wants it. Cavadino for his own thing, he brings flavor and, and um, color to the way Vets plays. I think the sensation is all like the way he plays. He's the one who likes to do, uh, to isolate people on one on one, and he does his thing. So we have to be able to understand it. And Pelembe likes to dance a little bit. And, and cause problems, we also have to understand it. You know, those, those are the things we need to deal with uh, and, and respect the opponents to say, what is it that they are good at and that is the, what their strength. But I don't want to tell you about their weakness because it's like I'm, I'm boasting. But I'll tell you about their strength because I respect it. We have our own way of what to do and how we do it. And also, I mean, they know that uh, they have to deal with Percy and Kama and Keegan and Smuda. It's not easy. And you have Trompo on the edge of the box and Sugar can shoot on the edge of the box. And by the way, as much as set pieces are not our strength, we do score set pieces. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. Well, there you have it. You've heard from both coaches, Pietro Mosemani and Gavin Hunt, ahead of this weekend's uh, Waffa Waffa final. The MTN8 taking place at uh, the Mbombela Stadium. I think it's going to be uh, just an incredible advert for South African football. I can't wait. Uh, just looking ahead to next week, it's actually the final PSL radio show, Second Jalo, for me. Dwayne DeLocke is back after doing duty at the Olympics and Paralympics, so he'll be back on your radio from Monday. Looking forward to that, and I'll be back again tomorrow on PM Live, and then uh, the Friday edition of SAFM Sports Wrap, where we'll be chatting, no doubt, about Bok Rugby. There'll be cricket as well. Don't forget that One Day International between the Proteas and Australia gets underway tomorrow, and we'll have live crossings throughout the day here on SAFM. More sport for you tomorrow morning on AM Live with Janet Witten and coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock it is the talk shop and uh, from myself Brad Brown and my producer Siobhan Chetty thank you so much for listening right now it is 7 o'clock in time for your news